We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, two weeks from today, I guess we'll be talking about the trouncing of the Chiefs by the uh, Philadelphia Eagles do they even have to play the game? I guess. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show, uh, Bowerly, with you. And uh, we have so many, uh, so many things. But we're talking about the uh, the inviolable rules of your household. Maybe they apply to guests. Maybe they apply to your spouse. Um, and I told you I've been properly trained to take my shoes off um, before entering the house. And then within 20 seconds, I must wash my hands. I don't know where she thinks my hands have been, but uh, I I must wash the hands. That is an absolute necessity. Um, smoking. No. No smoking in my home. I won't even smoke in my home. I want a cigar. Nope. It goes outside because I don't want the inside of the house smelling like smoke. That's simple. Weed? No. Nobody smokes weed in my house because when we were growing up, um, when we were teenagers, um, we didn't have the pungency that it has today. It was very easy to air out a room in which you had just smoked weed. Now it's so pungent, it's almost as pungent as a cigar. At least that's my perception of it anyway. So, uh, yeah, no, 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 no weed smoking in the house. You want to do it, you got to go outside. Sorry, just my, my rule. Um, what else? Oh, the other thing I want to add to the mix here is going to be really stupid, but I I need to get this off my chest. I have a confession to make. <clears throat> I'm sentimental about a couple of things, and I don't know what to do about it. When I was a little kid at the Boulevard Mall, they had one of these outside, you know, fun fairs, and the Sinclair Oil Company set up these dinosaur machines called Mold-O-Rama. Mold-O-Rama. You'd put a quarter in the machine and you could watch your plastic dinosaur being made. And it would come out of the machine just a little bit warm. And I made my parents get me a dollar's worth of dinosaurs. I was so fascinated by the machine. So if you were to go into my office right now, you would see... A beautiful cabinet, and inside the cabinet, you would see the Sinclair Mold-O-Rama dinosaurs that I probably got when I was three or four years old on display. A grown man, plastic dinosaurs on display. What's wrong with me? Oh, it gets a little bit worse. Mark's Toys released these uh, three-inch tall Models of the Presidents of the United States of America. Every week, going to the Boulevard Mall, I would make my mother buy me one. And we bought it in order, too. Washington, it, it just every everybody in order. I recently found them. After I thought I'd thrown them out, in my dining room, there is another cabinet. If you look inside of it right now, I'm a fully grown man. 
All of my three-inch Mark's Toy presidents <clears throat> are on display, all the way up to Richard Nixon. <laughs> do, do you have anything like that in your life? I can't get rid of them because the plastic presidents make me think of going to the mall with my mother. And the, the Sinclair dinosaurs remind me of the night that my dad and my mom sat by the dinosaur machine pumping in quarters to get me dinosaurs that I wanted. Yeah, how do I throw those out? I mean, that's a part of me. Do you have anything like that in your life? 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's go to Karen in Florida. Karen, you are on. Hello. Good afternoon, Tom, from uh, sunny Clearwater, Florida. But I have to tell you, I had to call in. I was actually driving um, across the Courtney Campbell, leaving the airport area. And one of the things that has always uh, kind of a little pet peeve, but, you know, when you live here, I, I get a lot of company that like to come to visit. And, of course, the majority of the people are flying on airplanes. And to me, an airplane is probably one of the, uh, let's clean places there are uh, to to be uh, in. But, um, you know, one of the things, especially with family members, I always encourage people that when they arrive at my house, I would be very happy if they would just remove their clothing, put it in the washing machine, and I will be very happy to wash it. It's just, it's, it's just germ. I'm not a germaphobic, but it's just, uh, mm. just something that, that bothers me. And, and in addition to that, when people come to visit, another little thing that I like to kind of have them do is to use the luggage rack that I have in the guest room. So instead of putting the dirty suitcases on that beautiful clean bedspread that I have prepared for them, yeah. you know, just to use that because, you know, your luggage goes everywhere. It's dropped. It's on the, the, the um, you know, the carousel. It's, it's just, yeah, so that's that's uh, just another one of those things that you really don't think about until your company arrives. Well, Karen, I often ask guests to disrobe when they arrive at my house, but uh, <laughs> but as, sure. as far as the um, I got to tell you, as far as telling people to take off their clothes and wash their clothes right when they walk in the door, I don't know. That might dissuade some people from coming. Maybe that's the strategy yeah, you know. to use. Family members are the ones that I ask to do that. And, of course, it's, you know, obviously close family members. Just please, oh, that's just because it's so um, filthy there. Um, but I will tell you, um, I also, I, too, wash my hands the moment I get into into the house. And, and that's just been a habit. And, and you know what? I am an ironing aficionado. So when you were uh, speaking about ironing, old-fashioned, old-school, brought up, you know, where the iron is, uh, you washed something, you hung it on the line, and you ironed it. And so, yeah, those are just kind of those little little quirky things that uh, kind of uh, uh, are in my household. So uh, You actually have an iron. Well, you are, you're a baby boomer. You're not a millennial. No, I am. You're right. I am a baby. Actually, I have Rowentas. I have two Rowentas. They're German-made, and they're wonderful irons. They're fabulous. I wouldn't be without one. And, uh, yeah, I, everything gets ironed, except for towels, of course, you know, and, and a few other little things. But uh, Do you iron underwear? No, but I do iron uh, all my sheets and all my pillowcases, and uh, I iron jeans. Um, oh, my God. Uh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> My jeans come out of the dryer. They just get the Tommy fold. That's it. 
No, they don't even go in the dryer. They have to be hung in air dry. And oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh my God. I know, I know, I know. Towels go in the dryer. Everything else pretty much gets air dried or on the line. And yes, yes, I yes, I'm a I'm a baby boomer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, you see, we've got millennials listening who don't know what an iron is. Um, an iron is this heavy piece of equipment that steam shoots out of, and some people actually get wrinkles out of shirts and clothing um, and other uh, pieces of fabric using the iron. I know it's so nice, too. It looks so crisp and Oh, yeah, I love it. Okay, it well, look, this, let me tell you something. The clothes steamer <laughs> the clothes steamer does the same thing. Well, all right. Well, we'll, we'll uh, the, the, you can stick to your clothes steamer. I'll stick to my iron and, uh, you know, but uh, you can't can't get that uh, old uh, tradition out of this uh, this gal here. But anyway, no, this no, that's, that's always a good topic. No, these, these, are, these are good skills, but, um, uh, but when, okay, when you go, how do I put this? When you go to the hospital, I mean, maybe you don't, maybe you haven't been, but one of the things that uh, I will do, I won't do it after a flight, okay? Because I think that's just going a little bit too far. But coming back from a hospital, first thing every time into the basement and everything I wore to the hospital goes right in the washing machine because I don't want to bring any critters. As much as I want the immune system to be worked out, Maybe not all that much. I hear you. Yeah, well, I can understand that. E- even can. even um, the flip-flops I wear to the hospital. I wear flip-flops to the hospital. It could be January. I, I wear flip-flops because they're easy to put in the wash. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit noisy, but... Okay. All right. Thank, thank well, you, Karen. Yeah. Great stuff from Clearwater, Florida. All right. All right, thank you. Yeah, Bye-bye. the inviolable rules of your house. And, yeah, you know what? Putting luggage on the bed you know I I suddenly realized very recently why I was getting the stink eye whenever we would check into a hotel room because for as far back as I can remember I've always put the luggage on the bed I mean it's a you know good height for me I can get my stuff out but I always got the stink eye and I now know that I should never ever put luggage on the bed Uh, Talking about the inviolable rules of your house. When somebody has just flown in, do you make them disrobe and do you make them wash their clothes or you wash the clothes for them because they've been on a skanky airplane? Oh, I should also mention that uh, the significant other in my life, we get on an airplane and everything gets wiped down. The tray table, the armrests, everything gets laid down. It gets uh, wiped down. I... um, um, I smell like bleach by the time I get anywhere I'm going. But the inviolable rules of your house, what are they? Um, this is a very curious topic. I've never, I don't think I've ever done this one before, but I thought it would be some fun. And I've added something to the mix. In light of my Sinclair Moldorama dinosaurs that a grown man, me, actually has in a cabinet on display in his office and Mark's Toys plastic presidents that I have on display in my living room. Do you have any um, any stupid little things like that that really, at your age, you shouldn't have on display? I've got toys on display in my house. That's a little bit weird. Toys. 
like legitimate toys. And they're actually in very good condition, the presidents. I took good care of those things, uh, as opposed to the Matchbox cars. And who didn't take a hammer to a Matchbox car or five? Eight, you never did, huh? Wow. 803, boy, if I hadn't done that, I could retire with dignity. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Instead, I'll be eating dog food and Purina cat chow. Let's go to traffic, and here is, I mean, with Biden's stock market. Come on, does anybody else remember your parents taking you to some local fair at a mall or somewhere and putting a quarter in the machine and having Sinclair dinosaurs pop out and they were kind of warm, probably filled with carcinogens, right? But uh, we didn't think about that stuff in 1967. Let's go to uh, Carolyn in uh, Cheektowaga. Carolyn, you're on WBEN. Welcome. Hi, Tom. This is Carolyn. How you doing? Hello, love. Such a pleasure to talk to you. I've Listen to you since the 80s oh, when you used to be on at midnight. And I, you and I are the same age. And I was like 18, 19 years old thinking, who is this guy? And here we are. You're still on. And we're both still kicking. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I appreciate the many years of listening. That's very kind of you. At the same time, it also makes me feel extremely venerable, old. Yes, uh, we are. Yeah. So what's what's on your mind, Carolyn? What's piqued your interest? Uh, I what piques um, my interest is when um, I love to have company. I love to have my family over, but when they come over and they insist on like helping with the dishes, and I don't want them to do the dishes because I have a certain way to do my dishes, and then I like to put them away where I like them to be where they belong, and they want to put them where they think they'd be better. Oh, not good. Here or the- yeah, that drives me nuts. And also when my family, I love them to death. They love to party and hang out. When they get a little clumsy and crazy, they insist on, like, touching the walls. What? And Or they're moving the chairs around, and they bang into the walls. And then after everybody leaves, I have smudges on my walls or chipped paint because they're just they're, they're clumsy about where they put their things. Okay, <laughs> that, that is so not cool. No, it just drives me up. They don't realize they're doing it because maybe innocently they have little bit bigger houses than me. So if they pull a chair out, they might not hit the wall. But I have a smaller house, so I'm kind of careful how I have all my furniture measured because I know how much room I have. So they have to shove the table closer to the wall, and then the next thing you know, the chair's banging into the wall. That stuff drives me nuts. Um, and I, I think I think with good reason. Um, I also have a small house, and it was a house that was not made for 2023. It was made for 1927, a little bit of a difference. Uh-huh. Um, and it's just a weird-shaped living room and master bedroom. It's uh, kind of strange. But um, thank you very much uh, as far as the inviolable rules of your home. The dishwashing thing hits home with me because I'm not allowed to touch the dishes ever. Oh, that's funny. Well, I like, I'm, I don't mind doing the dishes, but just, I don't, I always ask when I am go to a host, you know, can I help it? If she says no, I back right off. But some people don't. They want to, oh, no, we got to help. We got to help. Like, no, you don't have to help. It's okay. I don't mind if the sink is full. Let's visit. Yeah, but repositioning your orderly dishes, cups, and glasses, that's a no-no. That's something you don't do. Yeah. I know, but um, from a Polish family, oh, they, everything always has a better place. Yeah, try Polish Sicilian. Hello. Um, exactly. Th- yeah, th- thank you, Carolyn. And uh, again, thanks for listening since the 80s. No problem. <laughs> All right, no I appreciate problem. it. Have, have a good night. You too, dear. Thank you.
Um, good stuff, guys. Good stuff. Keep it, keep it coming. Now, I got to be honest with you. This isn't a good time to call because you're going to be on hold for like 10 minutes, and I, I wouldn't wait for me for 10 minutes. But when it starts getting to be 535, um, let's stack up these calls again. And a couple of things we're talking about. What are the rules of your household? I'll give you another one that I have to follow. Um, at Mrs. Nerd's house, there is alcohol. So if I pour myself a shot of tequila, I must put the bottle of tequila back into the liquor cabinet even if I'm going to have another shot of tequila later on. God forbid the bottle of tequila is on the kitchen counter for a half hour untouched by me. Can't figure that rule out. But guys, advice from Tom, just whatever she wants, do it. It just it saves so much aggravation in life. Just do it. Yes, I remember when I had a pair, but uh, they're, they're no longer mine. Um, also, also... I'm gonna do. How many other grown-ups actually have childhood toys on display? I mean, can you blame a guy for keeping Sinclair Dino Mold dinosaurs on display when they bring back such good memories of his mom and dad walking around the Boulevard Mall, popping quarters? And back then, a quarter was like two bucks um, into the machine to make these plastic dinosaurs while you watched. I, I mean. I, I can never throw those out. They will be with me until the day I die. I know that. I'll probably be cremated with them. 803. Now, that would make a pretty bad smell. I don't think they'd allow that. They're going to put some plastic in here. You don't mind, do you? 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, don't call now. I mean, you can if you're a sadist but or uh, masochist, actually. But um, I'll let you know when to call when you don't have to be on hold so long, and we'll finish the show with a bang. And... Uh, you will not have to disrobe when you call the show. Just so you're aware of that. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Now, now is a good time to call because I actually have unfettered by commercials or interruptions a time to talk with you. A couple of things on the table. Uh, number one, what are the inviolable rules of your house? Shoes off the minute you come in the door? The shoes never get past the front hall or the uh, entryway carpet? Is that a thing for you? Do you make everybody wash their hands within 20 seconds after entering your home? Uh, just curious, the inviolable rules of your home. Of course, uh, one of the uh, greatest rules of all is that uh, toilet tissue must hang from the top down, never from the bottom. Um, that is just, uh, you cannot violate that rule. It must be adhered to at all times. Um, and I, I don't know how many marriages have ended because one person was a one down and the other was over the top, but I'm sure it's happened. 803 0930, star 930, 1 800 616 WBEN. I think one of the most interesting things I've ever heard is uh, the lady in Clearwater who called in who said, People get off the airplane, they come to her house, 
she makes them uh, disrobe and washes their clothes because of all the uh, gunk that might be at an airplane seat. Okay, all right. Um, you know, but at the same time as we think about how um, orderly, neat, clean, hygienic we are around the house, I mean, you go to a restaurant, you have no idea the server or the cook's level of personal hygiene. You ever think about that? You have absolutely no clue, no idea, and you just got to say a quick prayer and hope that everything turns out well and you don't end up with E. coli. You know what I'm saying? So there's that. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And a couple of other things here, and they're very closely related. I, uh, I'm a little bit embarrassed by this because I'm a, uh, I'm a grown man. Almost approaching senior status. Almost. Yeah. And um, I still have childhood toys. I don't play with them, okay? Just so you know, I don't play with them. But uh, they're, on, they're on display at my house. Sinclair Plastic Dinosaurs, which I will get back to in a moment, and Mark's Toys, the um, three-inch tall models of the presidents, which, by the way, Mark's Toys did a really good job. As far as getting the uh, uh, costume, uh, getting the uh, the uh, what do you call it? the wardrobe correct and, and getting the facial features correct, they did a very good job, which I didn't really realize at the time when I was five years old and mom was buying them. But I certainly can appreciate it now. Uh, but getting back to the whole Sinclair dinosaur thing, Sinclair Oil is an oil company. <clears throat> Which I guess you probably figured out all by yourself. Good for you. Okay, but um, I, I recall, and I, I I need to know if I'm the only living person who remembers this. Okay, I recall it was the Boulevard Mall. It was obviously during the warmer weather months. Walking with mom and dad, and we came across a Sinclair. Dynamold machine. Every kid, every generation fascinated by dinosaurs. Absolutely fascinated by them. In fact, grown-ups are too. Why do you think the Jurassic Park franchise was so big? Dinosaurs are an object of fascination for us, I think, because they roamed the earth and they basically were made extinct because of a planet killer, asteroid, comet, whatever. And, uh, no, that's, that's the theory. Anyway, is it true? I don't know. There's no video, so we don't know. Could have just been aliens just upset with them. I'm not sure. But, um, you know, dinosaurs are always a source of fascination. So, as I recall, it was a quarter, and you'd put the quarter into the slot, and you'd press the button for the kind of dinosaur you wanted. You want the Triceratops? You want the Tyrannosaurus Rex? You want something else? You, you, you pushed a button. I think you had, like, six choices. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I'm pretty sure I made mom and dad buy each and every dinosaur. And as I recall, when the dinosaurs came out of the chute, when they were ready, you could actually watch them being molded, okay? They were warm. They weren't hot. They were still warm, though. And I kind of wonder today how something like that would fare. I mean, between environmental concerns and carcinogenic concerns, I wonder if they could even get that thing off the ground. But, come on, it's bad enough that I've just admitted that I have these dinosaurs on prominent display 
in my office with the resounding clarification that I do not play with my tie, with my toy dinosaurs anymore. Okay, I quit that two years ago. But they're on display. That's the important thing. And I'm starting to wonder if anybody else remembers those stupid machines where you put the quarter in and the plastic warm dinosaurs came out. See, it wasn't a figment of childhood imagination because I still have them. And what's really funny, too, is uh, my mom wanted to make sure that none of my childhood playmates stole my Sinclair oil dinomatic machine dinosaurs in nail polish underneath the dinosaurs, Tom B. <laughs> Tom B is written on the dinosaurs. A- am I the only person who remembers this? I'm, I'm starting to wonder. Uh, as, a, as a grown adult... I, I need you to be honest. You can call in anonymously if you'd like, because this is kind of a risky area to, uh, to get into. It's easier to ask somebody if they're gay or bisexual now than it is to ask, hey, do you still have any of your uh, childhood toys like actually on display in your house? So I'm asking you the question, do you have any childhood toys on display in your house? And uh, nobody goes into my office except me no, and the cleaning lady. Um and she's not brought up the plastic dinosaurs yet, but I'm waiting for the word. I'm waiting to hear, I won't be coming to your house anymore, Tom, because um, I saw your plastic dinosaurs. No grown man should have plastic dinosaurs on display. Oh, yeah, and the plastic presidents? Yeah, I, I cannot work with you anymore. I'm expecting that at some point. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone. 1-800-616-WBEN. What are the inviolable rules of your household? And uh, do you have any of your childhood toys actually on display? I'm just curious. Here is, uh, and does anybody remember the stupid dinosaur machines? One of them sold for over $100,000 a few years ago. Uh, Here is Joe in North Tonawanda. Joe, you're on WBEN. Welcome. Yes, Tom. I remember. You're not alone. And... If I recall, uh, it was at the uh, Boulevard Mall. It was in the parking lot out closest towards Niagara Falls Boulevard. Yes. And it was walking around outside. Yes. It was a big ordeal walking around. And I think it seems like we were we weren't quite old or young enough that we were holding our parents' hands. But, you know, we had to stay close to them. And that was a day and age when I think plastic injection molding was just becoming a thing. Uh, and... And they had the glass view through a window. You yes. know? So somebody figured out, I think we can make more money letting people watch these things get made than we can actually get for the things themselves if they were just in a toy store. And and everybody was lined up. And I, uh, you know, I talked my parents into buying me a few of them. And, uh, the, and, my, and there was this TV show on, uh, maybe 10 years ago called Wonder Falls. And it had in it a, one of those characters and it was slightly uh, malformed, you know. Huh. It was like it was like it was mangled a little bit. That was part of the show, which was pretty funny. And I, I think my dinosaur came out a little on the goopy side, and uh, mm. it, it had a dent in it or something like that. Uh, but most of them came out fine. So but, okay, yeah, I remember the the event of of which you speak. You and I were at the same event, and this goes oh. back fifty years, minimum, yeah. at least fifty years ago. We we're at the same yeah. event, and it was the area that was somewhere between the edge of the Boulevard Mall at that time mm-hmm. and Boulevard Lanes, uh, and it was toward the it was toward Niagara Falls Boulevard. You're right. 
Yeah, yeah. But do, and, you, do you have uh, any recollection what that was? Was it just a, a carnival? Was it? Do you, do you remember what it was at all? I don't remember what the, no, if it was like themed or something like that, but that, that might have been the tail end of those days of those kinds of fairs. Because, like, remember, I think it was Blessed Sacrament or BSAC, one of those churches used to have the, the fair that was kind of like that. And they let the kids gamble. You could, you could, they let kids put their quarter on the wheel. All right. Oh my! <laughs> and uh, that was like that was uh, like around Belmont and and uh, I'm trying to think of the name of that street there, but um, it was one. You know, that was back in the day. They just let people get away with that stuff. Like, let's give it a try. Nobody had complained that oh, this should be illegal. This, this shouldn't have this. But yeah, that's a very fond memory of mine uh, of watching that machine make them. Yeah. And, and then uh, and I, I remember the warmth of it in my hand too. You know, I, I, I cannot. I cannot believe, number one, I cannot believe you remember the Sinclair Dynamold or whatever the hell it was, uh, uh, machine, and that we were actually at the same event because where you described it being is exactly where I remember it being. And I must have been three, four years old. Yeah, 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 I'd have to figure it out. But um, yeah, I'm, I was class of 79 at Kenmore, so a couple of years older than you. But uh, Oh, man, that is. One year, but yeah, but. That was a cool event. And you know, but, the same thing with, like, the fountain in the Boulevard Mall was a big event. You know, just seeing a, an indoor water uh, fountain. And then they remember when they got rid of that, that was tragic. But then we were, like, by then we were, that they took that away and we were in our 30s, I think. Well, that was in front of Sattler's. The water, yeah. the water fountain was in front of Sattler's. People used to throw coins in it. And if you remember, the Boulevard Mall actually had an Acme grocery store in it. Mm-hmm. It actually had an Acme grocery store. Um, well, there was a PNR bakery, you know, in that in that in that alley going up. It was Welk Sporting Goods, the shoe store with the fire truck yep, in it. Yep. And then in the middle was a was a book and magazine rack. And yes, I sir. Used every dollar I could get my hand on, go up and buy my mad magazines and my mad books. <laughs> and uh, I just recently put them on Craigslist. I'm finally ready to sell them after 50 years. I've got all the 1970s issues. Of Mad Magazine and Mad Books. Wow, uh, wow! Uh, that uh, if if you want to get some action on Craigslist, just, just try to sell them as party favors. Uh, you'll get a lot more response. Yeah, uh, but the uh, sorry, look it up online. Uh, but anyway, um, the do you still have your Sinclair dinosaurs? I do not. No. Oh. I have nephews that I gave away all my little dinosaur type toys. Do, do you um do, do, do you have a, a reduced opinion of, of me having the dinosaurs no, on display no. at my home? Key childhood memories. You know, there's like mementos of great events, and that's the, the same thing with when you went on a family vacation, get in the back of the station wagon, uh, and go somewhere. You go to Disneyland, you you save the Mickey Mouse because this was that was the big trip. So, but that was a uh, an adventure, and, and I tell you, the only adventure bigger than going to the Boulevard Mall, which is relatively close, is going out to Eastern Hills Mall. Seemed like it was this epic journey. Yes. Uh, and <laughs> you know, and now, you know, when you get a little older, you go, "Hey, this isn't that big of a deal." <laughs> wow, that. But, uh, you know, I tell you, we we had. I, I think I'm talking to myself here, dude, because yeah. you and I uh, we have like the same memories. Thank you very much, Joe. Well, I appreciate the, the call. The one is Old Town USA. That oh. is a great memory. Oh, old on the boulevard with malls. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah, th- thank you. Oh, thank you so much. He's he's not kidding. If you lived in Tonawanda, going to the Eastern Hills Mall was like going on safari. 
And there was this auto show one night at the Eastern Hills Mall. The old man and the old lady were in the car. We got a flat tire. Something happened to the car. And we ended up, it was a Friday night, we ended up stopping at the temple on Sheridan Drive. And there we are. Like People are looking at us like, hmm, haven't seen you guys at Temple before. Uh, They're very nice, however. Very kind. Let's go to uh, Jim in uh, Buffalo. Jim, uh, you're another grown man who actually has toys on display in your home. Oh, I sure do. <laughs> Good thing I'm single. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Back in the uh, predominantly the 50s, the 60s, and the 70s, uh, you had what they called uh, promotional model cars. Now, they were very similar to uh, what most kids would buy, an unbuilt kit in a box and paint it and glue it together. These were already pre-assembled, either molded in color or pre-painted at the uh toy manufacturer, but they were licensed by, uh, back then it was, you know, what we called the big three, Chevrolet, Ford, Chrysler, and um, and they were mostly used uh, to promote, much as you would a paint chip or a brochure, but to promote the new models each year, sometimes the body changes, sometimes just featured uh, colors and such. And my uncle was a general manager of an Oldsmobile dealership back in uh, those days, And uh, my birthday is only four days before Christmas, so it was a combined combined celebration, I guess you could say. So when he came to the house on Christmas Day, uh, there would be two promotional models. Now, he was selling Oldsmobile, so usually it was, say, a 442 and a Tornado or whatever Oldsmobile had licensed for those years. And, uh, yeah, I mean, at that age, they got played with on the floor and, and, and... most of them destroyed, thus the word collectible comes to mind because now you can only buy these on eBay or select uh, what's left of uh, toy shows, per se. Uh, And I have, oh, I have hundreds, uh, most of which are on display in my home. And some people you try to explain what they are and some people you just don't bother because they assume I never grew up and these are things that I spray painted and glue bombed together and oh, won't he ever grow up. And what they don't realize is a lot of these collectibles are worth a lot more than whatever they collect, you know. Wow. Uh, you mean you mean they're still waiting for their BB, Beanie Babies to pay off their student loan debts? Is that it? <laughs> exactly right, Tom. Exactly right. Uh, and, I enjoy, and I enjoy doing it. I mean, the last one I bought was... Uh, uh, within the last week on, on eBay, and I keep adding to the collection. Um, I do have them, what I would say, uh, tastefully uh, displayed. Um, and, and, of course, uh, you know, I, I'm lucky I own a, uh, a double in North Buffalo, so I've got a, a fairly large house to work with, and I have a three-bedroom. I have some displayed in what used to be the, the bookcases in the living room. Uh, I have a third bedroom that I now just refer to as the collectibles room. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, and I've got old, if you remember when they used to sell Timex watches, they would be in a very tall uh, case that had lighting and a motor, and they, it was the, the watch cases would rotate oh, on yeah, yeah. Uh, independent shelves. They're perfect for a front and a rear axle, so they accommodate approximately... 44 of these each. I've got a few of them, and they themselves 
are collectible now. Uh, it's just it's fun for me, and luckily I have a couple buddies who, uh, uh, between here and uh, Canada, New York, there's a large collector, and he and I uh, get together, and we're, we're at the age now that uh, we just say, well, you know, are you coming to my house to play with cars today? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, ever a concern that you're going to meet a young lady and she's going to come into your house, and she's that's going to be a deal breaker? At my age, I don't ever need to worry about meeting young ladies anymore. However, <laughs> there is someone that I've been seeing for about 14 years, and uh, she's gone to the toy shows with me, oh. and uh, uh, she she's cool with it. Uh, she sometimes, you know, at times will give me a frown when she thinks I'm spending a tad too much. Um but she doesn't discourage the hobby at all. Um, so um, that, that I'm, I'm very happy to hear that, Jim. I'm, I'm out of time, but great call. Great way to end the show. I appreciate it, and good luck playing with your car toys. Stay safe. Take care, my friend. I, I will Bye. think of you as I play with my toy dinosaurs tonight. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I've often wondered, like, um, what would happen if I ever brought some new woman um, into my life and into my house, and she walked in and she saw my plastic dinosaurs on display? That's got, that's got to be a deal breaker. I'm sorry. There's a lot of women out there who just look at that and say, "Yeah." Um, you know, it's just I just remember it. I've got to go home and do my hair. <laughs> but you know, these things. I'm, I'm just saying, if you've got you know a, a sentimental attachment to something, it's kind of hard to just put it to just put it uh, away. You know, I mean, it just reminds me of a time long ago. And uh, obviously it made an impact um, and probably caused some psychological and nervous system damage with the hot plastic in my hands. But We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.